surrounding areas wherever you are. It's the grapevine. I am Giannis Banks, as always. And I'm here with my wonderful co-hosts. Co-hostesses with the mostesses. Uh, I have where's she at? She at this one. I have Miss Yasmin. You was already muting me. No. I didn't say nothing bad yet. Yeah, man, I just gotta figure out which mics to turn on. That's Come all. Come on now, is. turn the mics on. I have Miss Yasmin <laughs> Smith. Esquire, hey Austin. And my superb co-host Miss Nikki. Bim, 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 bim. See, I'm talking slow, Hello, trying to how give her are time. You, Austin? Giving her time to get ready. I'm, I'm, a here. I'm here. Slow motion with it. <laughs> I am here. You're here? Yes. I'm glad you are here. Um, you know, I got my <laughs> Yo, first before we start, and we got guests here today. Um, but before we start, definitely want to say a rest in peace and condolences to uh, Feinstein, Senator Feinstein, her family, mm. uh, as she passed away, I guess it was last night. Mm. Uh, of course, she had been in the Senate for a while uh, and had been dealing with a some, long time, mm-hmm, had been dealing with some some health issues earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And I think they were looking to maybe replace her before this happened, but she didn't step down. Um, so know, them politicians, they will, they will die on in in office. They gonna we gonna work until we we done at the dais at the. Di- <laughs> um, yeah. So, hopefully, uh, they will be cooperative when it comes to replacing her. Right. Uh, of course, Lindsey Graham said they'll do whatever the rules say. That's just this new attitude. Uh, he says, that's what I'll do. Whatever the rules say. Um, they tried to do, of course, a temporary replacement for her back when she first got sick. And mm-hmm. the Senate Republicans was like, nope. Mm-mm. No, you're going to work. Why are we going to do that? That will give y'all a vote advantage. We're not going to do that. I don't care if she's sick. So, you know, we used to be in a place where we um, cared about people. And now we just... care about party. So Yeah, it'd be like that. I, I feel like that's very on brand for us. Yeah. Go, yeah. America, go. Hey, I hey. mean, you got to love something that deep if, you, if you're going to be this critical. <laughs> So, yes. go America, go. Uh, it's who Is we that? are. Well, where was she? Where was Feinstein? Where's she from? Yeah. Cali. Uh, so, they got to have a special election for her? Um, Is I that what happens now? They're going, they probably will be, or the governor um, may do a appointment. Appointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the questions will become, how do you put that person on the committee? And I think that's what the Lindsey Graham was getting at as... Yeah, whatever the rules are, how you replace her in the community, we'll go with that. Instead of like, yo, we want to appoint whoever. Um, So they're playing politics with it and whatever. It's fine. Our condolences. Yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yes, yes. Yes, Um, yes, because I mean, she looked like she was struggling. She was. Mm, She had been dealing with some health issues this year. She was 90. Right. Um, So so she had been dealing with some health issues. And she definitely lived a full life. She did. She Mm -hmm. definitely had been influential for her time on in the senate um and you know she'll do will be what it be and is what it is but yeah condolences to them and speaking of health mm-hmm. we've been talking about this kind of all month we have mm-hmm. um mental health uh is a conversation that we've been mentioning of course i always joke about minds but um is a conversation we'll be having about mental health and getting therapy and getting the help you need talking to whatever whoever that you need to talk to um and we've had the guests here before because uh, this is suicide prevention suicide prevention awareness month hopefully i said that whole thing right mm-hmm. uh and we want to make sure that you're doing what you need to do to take care of yourself not just yourself but your loved ones so we're bringing back to the show uh a friend of the show we have kevin overton hat nice i'm a friend of the show come hey, on now yes. come on friend of the show you know it, it's like anything once you come to the house once you're a friend of the show yes, we don't take yes. care of you anymore you right know, you know, you know where the do. things are we fixed your glass once and now you are on your now i'm going home. to the fridge myself yes, yes. yes. and and on sundays i need you to help clean up <laughs> yeah. i need you to pick a pick a pick a room pick a pick an activity yeah i'm here i'm here you you are no longer a stranger. You're now part of yeah. uh, of the mix. So, yes, we uh, you are a friend of the show one time. Yep. Now, 
the friend that you brought. Yeah, a plus one, a guest. Yeah, yes. so, I, so I, I'm, I'm a guest, and I brought another guest. That's how that's how we do. That's how we right. do. Mm-hmm. So you again, you're yeah. a friend of the show, so that's what friends yeah. do. You bring guests with you. Yeah, no. So we're here, you know, as we round out, as you mentioned, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month. You know, we wanted to check in on everyone, all the KZI listeners, um, just really to spread the the message of hope. So myself, Kevin Overton, Hadnot, and, and Rosalind and Nia Nahango, mm-hmm. um, we were classmates before, but we are now colleagues. Oh, um, what a beautiful we, story. We, we, we now are both licensed professional counselors associates here in Texas and so we're just both here you know um, scavenging and spreading the, the joy and love and hope um, to all of the KZI listeners today mm. yeah thank you for that and thank you for your service that's a that's a big lift to yeah. carry it, it's a lift it's but we're lifting as we climb that's yeah. the goal you know we that's do beautiful we can, and all we can do is just share knowledge and share hope and let people know that we're here yeah that's I love important. that yeah, I love that sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I know to begin the month, you had sent out some um, tips that people could could do uh, in the moment to, I guess, check up on themselves, do some self-reflections, and, and to help others. And as we're winding out the month, um, you know, we can dive deeper into what you had mentioned as, as wanting to do some identifying risk, facts, risk factors. Because yeah. we're coming into holiday season, and we know for a lot of people, holiday season is happy, joyful mm-hmm. times. But we forget about those who it may not be a happy, joyful time for them yeah. because of what they may have experienced either before or a memory of yeah. what happened last holiday season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I th- just uh, just to, you know, ask you know, as clinicians, just to kind of quick, you know, quickly pause. You know, I, I we're talking about suicide prevention awareness month. I think it's important just to, just before we get going and diving in, just to pause to, and to have everyone just be mindful, right, of their experiences mm-hmm. um, uh, with suicide. Consider their thoughts, their fears, and their hopes about um, things that may come up from them as we're having this conversation. And so. You know, but, you know, Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, um, it's really just a time to not only remember the lives that have been lost, but also to um, remember and think of the and hold space for the millions of people who have struggled with suicidal ideation mm-hmm. and also acknowledge um, the individuals, families, and communities that have also sort of been a part of that experience as well. But again, I think on the underlining tone for me is just trying to be the hope dealer. Yeah. Right? Oh, I love that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And then also just reinforcing the fact that you're not alone. Yeah. There is help. And, yeah. you know, there is, you can call, you can text. Um, it's, it is accessible. Yeah, for so, sure. Um, I love being in the middle of y'all. I feel like I'm doing my little, my free little counseling. I'm looking at both directions. Yeah. But when you talk about the ideation, I didn't know for a really long time about that being part of the scope of yeah. mental health. Yeah, for um, sure. And and how that can really impact someone, right? Yeah. Those, those thoughts. Can you break that down a little bit about yeah. what what ideation is? For and sure. And, and actually, just to kind of just set the stage and just kind of give more vocabulary. You know, when we think yes. about suicide in general, we think about you know suicide completion, right? That's really someone really taking their own life mm-hmm. um suicide attempt is someone they didn't die but they obviously had self-injured behavior and then to your point is suicidal ideation which is someone has thoughts but no action right, right? no action here but they considered it or have a desire to to not live but they're not making you know having any concrete actions or steps being taken at this point mm-hmm the language is so important. Language is important, yes, yeah. for sure. Yeah, and I think that there's also a misconception that, like, whenever you bring up suicide to people, they, well, most people will think that that you're putting the idea in somebody's head, and that's really not necessarily the case. Whenever people are really truly feeling that way, they want people to know that they're being seen, and to also have people know that they're feeling that way, and that can be very comforting. Okay. Yeah. How yeah. do I bridge that conversation, though? I feel like I would be one of those people, if I saw signs, I definitely mm-hmm. would want to reach out, but I wouldn't want to be a trigger yeah, as for well. Sure. You know, I think what we, what we learned, uh, and first, to answer your question, I would just definitely encourage us and anyone else who's listening to... Um, think about taking a mental health first aid awareness mm. training. It's yes. kind of like CPR and right. first aid that we do in the community in general, but mm. like they have a mental health first aid training as well to kind of give you that, um, the, that education around warning signs and some of like the, the most common disorders that we sort of see as counselors, but it's, it's for you as community members to sort of be that first recognition, that first person, that first point of contact. But to your question, you know, how do you talk to someone? You know, I think what we... To, to Rosalind's point, you know, just ha- being upfront and being more direct about, hey, are you thinking about killing yourself? That question does not just not triggering alone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not going to increase their likelihood already. Right. Um, but to go deeper, 
what I would recommend, you know, if, if you feel empowered to, because not everyone is ready to sort of face that with someone, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe just mainly express empathy, essentially. Um, clearly state that thoughts of suicide maybe are often associated with treatable mental disorders to kind of give them that that out if you will right because um, we i think what we want to do if you're the first responder in this case you really you, you really want to begin instilling that sense of hope with, with someone mm. essentially and then tell them you know that um that thoughts of suicide how can i put this thoughts of suicide are common and do not have to be acted on and just yes. kind of again we're trying to break that um that rewiring process even at the beginning essentially so I just think leading with that could be a little bit more of a first step, but then if you feel like there's more, then maybe refer to some a mental health specialist, essentially. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and I think that something else that also gets, um, I guess, like misplaced is whenever someone is self-harming as well. Some people might also think that that might be signs for suicidal ideation or maybe or maybe even like acting out um and that could be a really good opportunity to just bring it up to somebody's awareness like hey i see you i see that you're hurting and i just want you to know that i'm here for you and that i'm i'm i, I just want to listen so that can be really validating as well yeah and, and so you had mentioned the suicide um first aid you mentioned first aid mm-hmm. how do those I guess that training come about because I I think it's probably something that many people know about that even exists. Mm. Yeah. And, and, and uh, shockingly enough, I actually had sat through a presentation um, where somebody had actually mentioned that. And that was the first time mm-hmm. I heard it this week that there is such a training as suicide prevention first yeah. aid. Uh, and I think they did it as as a company. They had that training. So how could people go about getting that training or that knowledge? Where I think you should probably see more companies having that in as part of employee training or whatever yeah. groups you have. Good how, question. How can they go about doing that? Yeah, first, um, Mental Health America, um, uh, they have a first aid, mental health first aid training. There's other organizations like um, Integral Care that also offers it. Um, and uh, if people want to reach out to me, Kevin Overton had not um, through my website, counselingforus.org. I can sort of lead them in, in the right direction um, based on their need um, as well. So they're out there. I, again, it's, it's getting, it's reminding people that it's available. I think we think of CPR and first aid as like an option, but it's letting people know, oh, that's also not an option too. So maybe linking up with me could be a first step too. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, very important. As, as you mentioned, we're coming up on this holiday time, um, holiday season, and as we're moving into a festive time of year. Um, what are some things, though, that you should also continue to look out for uh, of, of loved ones or coworkers or whatever who may be going through something and how you can uh, help them do it through this time? Because we tend to forget because you, you may be so caught up in, up. In, in the season yeah. and, and feeling good. You may not recognize that your neighbor next door, your coworker, whatever, uh, your family member is not feeling it like you're feeling it. Yeah, um, I think that some of the um, main things to keep an eye out for is maybe if they're feeling uh, depressed most of the day or nearly every day, losing interest in things that they once enjoyed, um, having issues sleeping, feeling agitated, um, being irritated, if somebody's giving away their stuff or just socially isolating. um, Those are important factors to keep an eye out for. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah i'm thinking about that list i'm like ooh, <laughs> i need to check up on some people because that's a that's a pretty i mean even if you just have some down days right mm-hmm. it can turn into a spiral and not just about you know holidays you got to think about that seasonal depression i know when it get dark every, everything else start getting dark too yeah for sure and and then i think that it's also really helpful whenever you do um, either start feeling that way or you're noticing somebody else see um, that's, that's feeling that way you know to reach out to somebody who's equipped to um, to uh, diagnose them mm-hmm. and to get them the help that they need and you know they can either come see someone like Kevin or someone like myself I am Rosalind Anango mm-hmm. um, and I am also a licensed professional counselor associate and I am at Abundant Life Counseling um, and so I just think that it's really important to just continue to just have these conversations and be aware um of those in our lives and it's so great that y'all are people of color doing this yes, right it's yes. so nice to we be look able to like you yeah. it look like me yes. you sound like you understand where i'm coming from to a certain degree can you talk to us a little bit about how important it is to have 
the representation in your industry? Yeah, I mean, so it's it's so funny. So the clients that I saw this week, you know, all of them were they all of their friends or girlfriends or even them had went to like the Beyonce concert. Like, mm. uh, and I was like, ah, I'm living through you all. So honestly, it's like just kind of knowing what that felt like for them, um, and they without them having to explain right. the whole. Yeah. You the get moment. it. You yes, get it. it's like, a moment. It's yeah. a moment. Um, so I'm mean, obviously I look like them. I you know I can I, I can relate to them. They can relate to me. I can also give real life examples from that are relatable for them to sort of also okay you know take seeds from my life a bit that I want to share, mm-hmm. um, and, and also empower and encourage them. Um, they feel more relaxed. Um, being vulnerable in this space is not easy. Yeah. Um, I have men who say, man, I've never really even shared my feelings at all like this. This is the first time. And so having that safe and vulnerable space is super important. But having it from someone who looks like you is even more important. Going back to the suicide awareness, you know, um, you know, men, the suicide rate among men is approximately four times higher than the rate of females. And then although males make up. 50% of the population, mm-hmm. they make up 80% of the suicides. And so mm-hmm. just having another black male face sort of sit, bef- uh, sit in front of you is sort of impactful and meaningful to let even those black men know that, hey, yeah, help is available. Help looks like you as well. And mm-hmm. healing yeah. is available for you. And healing can look like you as well, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I, I had mentioned earlier as off the air, when I looked for my therapist, that's what I was looking for because I wanted that somebody that was relatable. Uh, and you know, you said something important earlier, and Yasmin had, had mentioned on it that when she said, "Hmm, there's some people I need to check up on." Right. How do you do that without offending somebody, or or worried that you're going to? Because there's people who are like, I man, I want to check on them, but I don't want them to think that I'm thinking they some kind of way or offend them, so they may not even yeah. check up on yeah. them. I mean, I think I think that it's really just going over and being like, hey, like, just want to see how you're doing and just want to, like, have lunch or hang out or whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be this really structured thing. It's just like, you know, like, let's just get together and let's hang out and, you know, let's let's just have a chat. And I yeah. think that that's what's important. And that's really what people are wanting. Yeah. And, and I think also to add to that, you know, I, <clears throat> I think there's two things happening. One, when you go talk to someone is realizing that you're not there to fix someone. Right. You're not there to help not there to sort of right. be the expert in the room check yourself you're just you're just like sitting there maybe being present is probably maybe all you can probably offer in that moment yeah, being with and that is okay but again those two, th- two things that i mentioned earlier really is one is to tell them that you care about them that you want to try to help like you're you know you're that's the direction you're trying to go in but also mainly offer empathy be non-judgmental don't project what you would do what you want to do you're crazy because you're thinking like this no just be empathetic um be present and that could that could be a first step and of course if someone is really suicidal then maybe stay with them until help can arrive got it so it sounds like i'm really just here to create space yeah for you to use that space as you deem fit yeah while also trying to provide a little bit of hope yeah people want to feel heard people want to feel seen Um, people and people may need you to just sit with them and naturally the environment and the space and the energy in the room will maybe yield is sort of them maybe being able to be vulnerable to share what's going on but ultimately they may be facing you know um maybe bottling bottling stuff up holding stuff in and so you may be the first safe space that they that, that they may have even been faced with so far so just being present can be a, a real huge direction for them yeah yeah and then we have a question here about you know healing relationships okay um you know how can how can we heal families especially in the climate of of you know many divorces that have been popping up and so you have folks who probably need to get some therapy that may not do it especially in our community where we still are looking down on therapy but you are having more folks yeah yeah go through it for sure um i think that um this is a really common issue especially within the african-american community because um with me being a family therapist and couples therapist um it's just really important to be able to understand the relationship dynamics within um the family specifically the african-american family and so i think that um as far as healing those relationships um it's important to to ultimately just start having those conversations 
have those ultimate conversations and be willing to um, to uh, listen to people and their feelings and validate those feelings. I mean, I know that that's something that um, a lot of people have struggled with, uh, my family included, you know, because that's just not what we do mm. um, as a people. And so I just feel like that, you know, it's really just about opening up those lines of communication and making those connections and hearing about what the other person has to say and mm. being okay with potentially not agreeing with what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, I think when I think about healing families, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about the system as a whole. Like, what does the system itself need? And so, what do we need to heal to get, right? What do we need to heal? I think, but Rosalind mentioned sort of this communication piece. And so, I think the piece that we often find in family counseling is like, it's really trying to, we're trying to, we're trying to learn how to communicate with one another without sort of criticizing and bashing and making the other person feel defensive and like yelling at each other and trying to control one another. It's like, let's just sit. Let's use our listening and our uh, speaker skills uh-huh. um, yes. and get our point across in a non-conflicting way. The, the, the theory that I use, um, the goal is learning how to conflict in love. So we're not yeah. trying to tear each other down. Mm-hmm. Right. We're trying to like conflict, because we're not the same person, but we're trying to conflict in love and get our points across. We're trying to communicate, I feel this way when you do X, Y, Z. Not that... Oh, you're crazy because you didn't call me last night and I, I was waiting up for you. It's like, okay, right. well, you felt worried. Right. And so just use that word. Use your feelings. Use our communication skills like we learned in school um, and really work towards what is a compromise. So in terms of healing, mm-hmm. it's trying to figure out what does the system need to heal and how do we communicate effectively to get to that level? I love how yeah. you call it a system because it really is yeah. an ecosystem, right? Yeah. We think of it as you against me when we are arguing, but it's really us against that particular issue. Yes. How are we going to bind together as a unit yes. in order to yeah. get through this so that we can become better? And about using your words, so important, right? There are so many words to categorize feelings. <laughs> yeah. There's this whole, like, if you guys don't know, Google it. There's this... this, this the, feelings yes. the feelings wheel. The feelings wheel. Yes. And that has been so groundbreaking mm-hmm. for yes. me when I talk to people I because I would just be like I'm angry and it's yes. like no babe What's you're disappointed yeah. right mm-hmm. no babe mm-hmm. you're, you're you're triggered because yeah. you feel abandoned right there are yeah. these words that you can use to really get to the root of the issue and then actually solve the issue yeah yeah, yeah. and I think that that like that is also another important piece to understanding relationship dynamics because once you understand relationship dynamics it's easier to modify behaviors mm. yeah mm-hmm. and I, and I, really quick i think with the behaviors and trying to modify them you know for me we have to remember that the person isn't the problem the problem right. is the problem right. right and so we're arguing and we're conflicting about the problem and let's keep that up front and then we just try to solve that and not point fingers and let's not call you names and to call you out of your yeah. name and yeah it's honestly it's trying to learn how to learn to communicate effectively essentially mm-hmm. are you that, trying to be right or are you trying to be understood there's a difference in mm-hmm. how you yes. are you speaking to to validate your feelings are you speaking so others can comprehend right that there's an ego there yeah. that yeah you need to adjust within yourself when you're talking and commu- and y'all you know i'm i'm sure people are listening to me like girl that is not look at <laughs> look at hell okay the lord is not done working with me yet okay honey because sometimes i will fall back into the ego yeah um as far as somebody i mean a couple that is going through a divorce there is a lack of love so how do you how do you cancel um counsel in the um yeah too yeah um how do you counsel in the operation of love when there is a lack thereof because i mean just think about it and i'm going i guess i can put myself out there a little bit safe Um, space safe space to safe space okay so like you know if i i want have gone through a healing process the other person has not right and even though it might show on paper yeah you might got a remarriage you might have re- lived on with your life oh that don't mean nothing that girl. means nothing don't mean i had nothing. to learn the hard way uh-uh, right the oh, babies no. and all, oh my god no they're and using that as a band-aid they'll go over somewhere else just right. so they don't have to deal with right. what they did to you oh so that's a how word do, how do you heal that because i have a child in the middle of it right oh how do you heal that and it's been like a long time, ten years now. So how do you? How, where, where do you? Grief go? isn't linear, baby. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Give yourself grace no, now. It's, mm. it's really not. Um, and I think that um, I think that um, using uh, tools such as truth and love, like learning how to speak what is really true without being harmful mm-hmm. is really beneficial, especially when there are small children involved, because they're also learning and they're listening and they're watching mm-hmm. their parents for as as people 
to role model these behaviors. And that's the reason why sometimes, you know, generational stuff gets repeated. And so Mm -hmm. I think that um, modeling those behaviors, even if the parents don't stay together, is really important. And learning how to communicate effectively, tell the truth in love without being hurtful, and ultimately learning how to have healthy conflict that can be um, transferred, you know, into multiple different situations so that that way it's a growing opportunity for the parents as well as mm-hmm. for the children. Mm-hmm. So we probably going to have to do like a whole nother. Listen, we're your, we're your unofficial yeah, resident Because you were just getting into just that getting one. Started. Yeah. The yeah. whole evolution by, yeah, sure. you know, seeing those bad things happening mm-hmm. in your life mm-hmm. and using that as fuel yeah. to get to the yeah. next level, mm-hmm. that's when the game starts yeah. to change. That's yeah. when you start un- unlocking levels yeah. you didn't even know existed. So for I would sure. love to sit down and have a conversation about that. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah for, for sure. sure. I know we're going to have to take a break in a couple of minutes. Um, so just to remind people once again what they can do uh, if they see someone or think somebody who may seem depressed, might be suicidal, or just may seem a little down, what can they do to uh, help and encourage that people? And, or if you are that person, what can that person do to maybe help themselves? Yeah, for sure. Reach out. You know, reach out to them. You know, stay connected to them. You know, let them know that you know you uh, you love them. Express empathy. Um, let them know that you know, if, as much as you possibly can, that you care about them and we're trying to help. Um, tell them if you can kind of encourage them and really try to instill um, that sense of hope at the beginning. That's super helpful. Um, and then, of course, refer them to a more a, a, to a mental health specialist like myself or, or Rosalind. Um, or if if it's really more of an immediate crisis, nine eight eight is your twenty four hour text or call hotline text. at any time. Um, that's that's also something that we want to um, preach out as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know they just made that recently accessible for the hearing or for the deaf uh, as well yeah. and hard of hearing. So, um, and if it's an escalated situation, three one one also has and nine one one also has yeah. the fourth option. Yeah. Shout out to the local advocates for mental. Yeah. For sure. Specialist. So yeah. if someone's in a crisis, you know, especially person of color, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we think about think about all of your resources too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For yeah, sure. yeah. And, and, and thankfully, <laughs> when uh, the government shuts down, nine eight eight will still be functioning. It will be yes. functioning. So yes. if if when that happens, don't think that that resource is gone. It will still be there yes. for you. Yes. Um, yeah. Well, I know we're gonna take a break, but definitely appreciate y'all yes, for coming. Thank in. you for having us. Yeah. Again, it, once you come once, your family. Um, so you know, we're gonna just ignore you the next time you come, right? No, we will. We we are glad to always have y'all here. Uh, yeah, we will probably have to have more. Com- not even probably, we'll have definitely, more conversations. Yeah. Definitely about mental health, especially in the African American community and, and sure. different things, different families or individuals are going through, especially as holiday season is coming around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know. As you get closer to Thanksgiving, Christmas, and what have you, yeah. it, there's that spike um, yeah. of mm-hmm. folks going through things. So, yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank What's you. your website again? One more time. Um, so mine is um, so I'm Kevin Overton Hadnai. You can find me at counselingforus.org. If I also go by um, I am Kevin Overton on Instagram, but I also kind of go by the Hope Dealer. Let's leave with that. I like Ooh, that. The Hope Dealer is is giving, sir. I like the Hope Dealer. <laughs> and what about you, Rosalind? I'm gonna need you to pick one. All, right? yeah. <laughs> all of it. All, all of it. it. No. Uh, you can I have, do. You have many can be everything. Yeah. You can be everything. All of it. What about things. you, Rosalind? My name is Rosalind Nianango. Um, I am at Abundant Life Counseling, and um, I I can also be reached at AbundantLifeCounseling.com. Love that. There we go. Let's see if we can get this thing to play here on the grapevine. Let's see. Hold on. Let me get you. Yeah. um, Take a pause after that conversation. That's a a nice little moment of silence. Make sure you're reaching out to your people now Uh and taking care of yourself because it is no joke. Yes, it is not. I've had this work before. Come on now. Why is this not? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The devil is busy. He said we was getting to work too well. He said we were talking to the people about what they needed too well. So yeah. you had to come up in here and. Yeah. Nah, this, this is this Y'all is. Shut me up in that moment. Uh-uh, you get <laughs> the devil is busy. The de- come on, anytime y'all when y'all when you hear me, hey, counseling and the Lord, both both together, counseling and the Lord together. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. But okay. anytime I get a little stumble, I'm like, ooh, devil, you ain't got nothing else to do. That's you really, right. you really over here twiddling your thumbs around me. Uh-huh. I must be a big boss. A big boss. A big boss. I must be a a strong soldier if you all up in my business today. Okay. <laughs> 
we on yet? Are no, we on? No, we are. We oh, are back. cool. Uh, I, I was trying to play the um, the video. Clip, ah, don't worry about it. And it's just not coming. Everybody through. heard it by now. The Y'all heard Jasmine Crockett? System. You heard sister uh, from Texas, Jasmine Crockett? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's what our top story was in regard to the politics. Was uh-huh. her um, speech yesterday during Biden's impeachment? Um, and basically saying that we are wasting our time. There's a whole government shutdown going Girl, on. Girl, I'm telling like, you, pro- I feel like we said this <laughs> last week. Priorities, baby. Correct. There are priorities, and y'all got it messed up. I need, I need us to get back into the classroom Listen. and talk about yes priorities. Prioritize, because my thing is we are focusing on the wrong, the wrong thing. thing. And I guess from this impeachment um, here, uh, inquiry, I should say. Uh, can you turn me up over here? Cause I can I hear? Can you hear me? Well, yeah, okay. You, yeah, okay. Cool. Go. You can turn. Right. You might need to turn the volume up on your. your oh, your is that me? Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, um, no, with this inquiry, um, at what they counted like 30, 40 times that they said if, in regards to if the possibility that um, what is his name, President Biden was involved with Hunter Biden's different issues and everything else or if there was a possible of an impeachment allegation maybe we can get somewhere so there was nothing concrete it sounds like that happened in this impeachment inquiry yesterday um so again as we both said yes it was a waste of time <laughs> i just i just feel i'm not gonna say a complete waste of time i just feel i baby with the, with the government about to shut down you know it's almost like you being like let me go wash my car but but somebody's about to come evict you at your house. You know what I'm saying? Like your your lights about to turn off, but you worried about the, your Gucci sandals. Right. It's like I just I need us to just worry about. I'm not saying the Gucci sandals ain't meritorious. I'm not saying that you don't need to be worried about your other things. But baby, your lights are about to be turned off. I right. need you to worry about the lights being turned off. Literally. Right. Well, yeah, literally about to be turned off. They literally <laughs> are about to be turned off and. Here we are focusing on uh, if if could allegations. Yes, right. And meanwhile, you know, not only is a shutdown going on, mm, we have a lot going it. on, re- you know, regarding the senators and um, and in the House. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, you sent me the story earlier this week, Giannis, about Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Do you want to jump into it or you want me to roll into it? Some of the George it? Sandals? Yes. Uh, yeah. I can roll into it if you want me to. Rock with it. All right. So Kevin McCarthy, he wanted Bob Menendez. If you don't recall, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago, remember? Mm-hmm. And we were talking about him and his wife. Right. They got into some um, bribery. Bribery. bribery, you know, and they, uh, they had a mistrial. <laughs> Politician <laughs> behavior, apparently, right. allegedly, allegedly, according to him, according to allegedly, according to him, right? Not allegedly, according. He said this is just politician behavior, but according to him, oh, this is just politician behavior. Mm. Oh, well, I can also say that he, you know, had a mistrial the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, it was uh, parading in that victory um, in his eyes, and now this is the second trial in regards to bribery. Mm-hmm. And um, Kevin McCarthy, going back, is the Speaker of the House, and he was asked about. Um, um, his desire to want George, no Bob Menendez right. out of I mean to resign mm-hmm. and in the midst of those questions he was asked about George Santos right who is of course one of the uh, Republican Congress members in his, in his in his caucus right right McCarthy's in the Senate George is in his house right, right. literally right um, not George is in his house literally he's literally in his house right like he lived there um, well, house, house oh, I mean, I don't put nothing beyond him. Uh-uh. House of Representatives. <laughs> I don't put it. It's basically the same thing. The, the House okay. Caucus, House Republican Caucus. He's in his house. Okay, so he's in will. his house. Uh huh. Like Menendez, he, he basically Whoa. McCarthy was like, "Yo, he should resign." Menendez should resign. Uh huh. And the reporter was just like, "But what about Santos, though?" Yeah, right. and he was like, "Uh uh uh." uh, 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 uh you uh, it, it was like when you catch a man in a lie. Right. Yeah. It was really giving. Well, I mean, why gotta be a man? It could just be anybody. It, right. it was really a, a person in a lie. It was really giving the clubs clothes at two but I walked in the house at four like wow. it was really giving <laughs> like I don't know I'm discombobulated what huh who right. that's what it was giving so mm-hmm. I that was very interesting but you know they gonna rob for 
Well, he that's his man. He gonna stick beside him. Okay. He gonna stick beside and, and him. My man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man. Like, I think they both should have their day in court. And if now that, if, that's what he said now, if Bob <laughs> thinks he should step down and Bob should step down, yeah. Once he pressed him on Santos, it was like, oh, well, oh, oh, oh yeah. On. Let me be quiet. Uh, 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 oh, yeah. It's his yeah. choice what he wants to do. You know, I'm. I'm oh, now we got choices. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of the GOP, did y'all watch the debate this week? No. No show did not. I wasn't. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna ruin my little weekend like that. I said I was gonna meditate and be in peace and be in peace it was on what did y'all y'all didn't do nothing what did y'all do on wednesday y'all didn't watch the debate didn't see what was going on i like to get the highlights because if i get too deep into it then mm-hmm. i'm then i'm gonna get frustrated oh i don't know if i made it back in time for the debates oh okay What's up, buddy? You know. well guess what i didn't watch it either uh-uh not as not all what <laughs> <laughs> nah, i think she i was... thought somebody was gonna jump in could tell me what happened. Mm-mm. I they watched the news. Do your homework for no, you. listen, no, no, no. I did the homework, and no. I was nothing was in there that I was like, okay, I should report this to the people. Yeah, no. Yeah, it, it was a. It's a. Right. Trump didn't show up. Um, they business is normal. They fussed at each other. The talking right. points are the talking points, as the talking points have been for the last couple decades. Correct. Pretty much, they they attacked Trump a little bit more this time. Okay, look at um, them. What's his face? The governor of of Florida. Uh huh. He tried to come for Trump and try to do a separation of him. He got pressed on, well, if you want to talk about stuff happening, how come people in your state are suffering with health care? You have a, the, I think Texas, we beat them, but they're like the number four worst. You know, Texas has to be number one when it's not having people on Medicare, Medicaid, right? Mm. Uh, they asked him about that. He gave a hum, 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 hum answer. And then the guy was like, yeah, but that's not what I asked you. What do you, why, what's your explanation about why? people in your state aren't having health care like that and why should people trust you with basically you're going to take care of them and he gave another hum 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 answer so you know yeah so you think he watched it, it sound like he watched it he had quote for quote hey and man that, that was an article i read <laughs> y'all just be pretending <laughs> right. y'all be like oh no and then he be look, pulling out fast okay i knew hey i should put the lead on that story look i just read that one article about it i was like oh huh okay cool yeah. okay so that's yeah watch it no Saw an article too. Yeah, I read up on it a little bit. Yeah, I'll wait till y'all thin each other out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, when are you Because if you y'all say the wrong thing on that stage, and it's GLP, if y'all, I'm gonna get frustrated all over again. It's Correct. just they frustrate with each other. I just, I yeah, they are frustrated with each other, but I'm frustrated too. So I don't need anybody putting anything like you guys saying into my already pot of frustration because my cup runneth over, <laughs> mm-hmm. and y'all don't want to see this brew. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't want to see this brew. No, <laughs> it's about y'all to be October. It's about to be October, and y'all don't want to play. Okay, <laughs> that part, that part. So, um. But in good news, though, yeah. we're not going to talk. I mean, you GOP is GOP. But in good news, um, we did have, you know, our our Supreme Court kind of, you know, doing what they need to do a little bit. They at least, uh, y'all saw they rejected Paxton's request to dismiss the lawsuit for the whistleblowers. So it may be, you know. Yes. We, I mean, I don't want to sound too excited. Right. right? I know. Um, I got my hopes up for the whole. I did not. You didn't? No. Just like I don't watch the GOP. No, I'm not. Y'all, I've been through the rodeo too many times at this point. Maybe I haven't rode enough. And yeah, that was the baby. thing. That was the thing. And maybe this is my first rodeo. And I was so excited about the impacts and Pax, um, Pax, Paxton impeachment. Goodness. Mm-hmm. That I just thought that, you know, we haven't gone down this road in Texas in 50 years. This is going to be the moment. We ain't going to oh, waste it. Oh, no. We was going to tap dance like we never <laughs> tap danced before. Okay. And we tap dance all the time. That part. Huh. We was going to keep the same choreography. You're right, Giannis. We was going to keep the same choreography in, mm-hmm. in, in, that, in that dome. But the Supreme Court has rejected Paxton's request to dismiss the lawsuit over the whistleblowers. And so and, uh, you know, just a little background. If you don't remember, four whistleblowers sued the attorney general's office back in 2020. Um, you know, they almost settled. And, and then we had this impeachment uh, trial. And, and, you know, obviously he was acquitted on all. What was it? 14? Mm-hmm. Was it 14 or 16? 16. 16. Didn't, it was actually like 21. They just dismissed five of them. Just and, off rip. Uh-huh. They was like, we ain't going to do this. We're not even going to talk about it. We're going to yeah. vote on that on really? consent. Yeah. There was a vote for wow. um, like four or five of them that did not go through that whole voting for right. everybody. Did. Yeah, it was like 
Yeah, it was a mess. So, mm-hmm. you know, we'll see if this, the, the, you know, the Supreme Court, you know, decision will also be a mess. But the one whistleblower, Blake Brickman, said the political trial is over and it's time for the case to return to a real court. Well, we know how Paxton runs from courtrooms. So Ooh. we'll see what happens. Ooh. Not I, really. Yeah, I'm just saying. I, I, You know, I've been on this for two years. So I'm just saying. He got a couple of other courtrooms to visit. Mm-hmm. Ooh. You know, so... Ooh, not a couple. Yeah, he does. He mm-hmm. does. He has a lot going on. So mm-hmm. we will see. Of his courtroom tour that he's out. I, I mean, that he's actually not filing in for <laughs> for the state of Texas, but for himself. Well, well, you know, blessed be the fruit because he gonna need all. Yes, blessed be the fruit. He gonna need. I'm trying, y'all. He, <laughs> He gonna need what he gonna need, and I'm going to sit and watch with some popcorn uh, indirectly, and not get my hopes up too much, and stay focused on the work right in front of me, because you can't count on nobody for nothing in in, in, in this world. Control so I'm what you can control. exactly control yeah. what you can control. That's another. You know, we were just talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these things that continue to appear on your screens and the content that you ingest, you know, that right there can be re-traumatizing. So part of my mental health is sometimes saying, no, you know, I'm not doing that today. I'm not going to go through the circus of pretending like you going, the bad guy's going to get got today. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through the circus watching the baby die today. I'm not going to go through the circus watching the mama cry today. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to, I'm not going to ingest black trauma today. Mm-hmm. And so the, 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 the Supreme court y'all we'll we'll see what y'all do. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you do your due diligence. Right. Right. And speaking of courts, um, have you heard about what's going on in North Carolina? Yes. I know we aren't, we're not in the legal minute yet because, you know, there's enough going on over there, too. But North Carolina, their GOP leaders are actually trying to push to remove the only black woman Supreme Court judge for speaking up against racial bias. Come on. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yes, right now we have um, Justice Anita Earls. She's the only black woman on the North Carolina Supreme Court. So she spoke up about racial bias existing in the courtroom, and the Republican legislators actually are, well, were, and I don't know that they still are, of course. They're trying to get her removed this earlier this month. Um, basically, she spoke to a pu- publication in June 2023 about the court's lack of color, I mean, lack of clerks of color, and how her colleagues tried to, uh, treated certain attorneys, including black women, who mm. argued before them. So two months later, Um, the GOP leaders and the Judicial Standards Commission were trying to take her seat and claiming that they, I mean, that she, excuse me, violated the ethical uh, judicial ethics rules. So um, they're currently, well, excuse me, they are, because this is ongoing, so Mm -hmm. they're currently under investigation um, trying to find a violation um, and I guess as this thing is ongoing, we'll see. Uh, Well, excuse me. She did file a lawsuit. She did. I do. I do. I forgot. I don't want to exclude that out of it. Right. Um, on August 29th, she filed a lawsuit against the commission, claiming this investigation is chilling her First Amendment right to freedom of speech. Um, she described her media comments as core political speech concerning important public policy questions regarding the justice system and administration of the courts. Mm-hmm. You have many local organizations and national organizations are rallying around her. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked with her, at least when she was over at the Southern, oh Lord, I told you what it was. Now I forgot it. Uh, SC, SCLC. SCLC. So yeah. Southern, co- wait, Co- what is well, it? Southern Coalition of Leadership. I mean, legal. I don't know, man. I used to know what else. What's SCLC stand for? I used to know it. <laughs> don't so, do that. Yeah. What? No, that, it might be another SCLC. The SCLC no. that's popping up is the Southern Christian Leadership Conference. And no. It's the legal one. Mm-hmm. I work with uh, Southern Coalition for Social Justice. There you go. SCSJ. Oh, thank you. What did I say? SCLC. That's what I, I was in the wrong one. Mm, you wrong, wrong acronyms. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Work with them on redistricting um, from 2010 to 2017 uh, when she was over that. So, um, yeah, I wish her nothing but the best, and, and hopefully, you know, justice will prevail for her because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she does great work, great legal mind. Mm. Oh, all right. Well, if you want to, we can jump into a legal minute. If Go you want. for it. All right, cool. I kind of skipped the gun on that one. <laughs> it's okay. I just went straight to. 
It's all right. And you well, was excited. I, I was. I know. It's okay. I that's was. What, that's why I have a legal minute for us, you know, to have our moment in the in the legal realm. That's actually fun mm-hmm. and exciting. And it don't hurt us. And we ain't staying up all night. Come on. And working with these cr- Nothing. Okay. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm going through some trauma over here. It's okay. Safe so space. Hey, sis, safe, I'll see you. Safe space. And I hear you. And Thank if you, you need space to Thank talk, you. I'm here. Thank you. And the world is better for you being in it. You see how we did that team? Look at that. Just a pause real quick, looking in our eyes. Again, Suicide Prevention Month. We need to make sure we're checking up on people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Yes. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay. So a U.S. judge has thrown out the Texas ban on drag acts, calling it unconstitutional. So if you didn't know that Texas had a lawsuit uh, against us um, in regards to our, was that Governor Paxton? His law that came into play. Abbott. Oh my gosh! Woo. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. That's Attorney General Paxton, Governor Abbott. Yeah, the law <laughs> that just came out of the session. I'm gonna help you out while you recover. Right. Um, like, I gave him a whole new title. Yeah. And I didn't even. Never mind. Uh-huh. They be okay. they be trading titles anyway. They ain't really. They, they, okay. It's a dog bone. You know. You, know, you just you right. just shuffle it in a hat. They all the same. It's the same thing. Yes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, team. It's not. <laughs> I'm just like whoa. I did say that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, Texas, with a bunch, uh, with a dozen other states that wanted to restrict drag shows over the last year, and they were passing restrictions into law and had a kind of a broad law in regards to this restriction. And so this has moved up the chain, the judicial chain, if you will. Sorry. Um, and basically, the U.S. judge said no, that this limit is unconstitutional. Um, it is overly broad. It does. Um, and he does also permanently, permanently forbid the enforcement of it. So um, we will see how it plays out because, I mean, the Crown Act had passed a couple of weeks ago. And then a week later, somebody was in violation of it. Mm-hmm. So we will see what happens here in the state of Texas to see if it's actually going to be enforced. Or if we just, you know, yeah. if they go back to the drawing board and try to conjure up something else. They're going to mm-hmm. go to the appeals court. You think so? Texas. They're going to I mean, I don't see how much further this is going to go. Just from the merits of the case, I just feel like. Oh no, we always going to appeal. Yeah. You going to yeah. appeal just to appeal? Yeah, just yeah. to say you. It's, it's a federal judge, so they'll go to what's the district? Right. Uh, it's it, it's, it's going to be a federal court of appeals. That's going to be so next over but, in New Orleans, and they're going to overturn it. Right. Wait. Overturn what? What this judge said? I don't think so. It, they will. Uh, I don't know. It's, think about think about where that is again. Say it again. Where is it at? It's, a conser- it's, a, it's the most conservative-leaning appeals. I know. Yeah, but... It, they're going to overturn it, and then it's going to be in the Supreme Court. Uh, I don't see this being overturned. And just the way that Texas drafted their rule. Mm-hmm. Uh, the southern other states had a more stricter um, enforcement of this law mm-hmm. and a stricter, like... Um, rules as far as limitations as far as who would apply to this particular law mm-hmm. it's way broad in texas like mm-hmm. it's like who does and does not fit into this i do see them going back to the drawing board to see if they could possibly conjure up something like i said earlier mm-hmm. that would be more in line and in tune with the standards of legal drafting but i don't see this going much further but like i said i mean like y'all already said you're right do we want to go for the gusto in texas all the time absolutely right so i could definitely see this on the supreme court's docket soon i'm part well sitting on their desk at least right oh. talking about <laughs> <laughs> sorry a little shade there talking about people in violation the supreme court rejected alabama's attempt to defy its orders uh, to draw a fair congressional map and has allowed a three-judge panel's latest decision to stand. Earlier this month, the lower court had rejected le- the legislator's new 2023 map because it defied previous orders because that's what we're doing now. We're just going right. to defy the Supreme Court. Come on, Al- Alabama being Alabama. That's why y'all side out. Uh, <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> uh, again, been through this rodeo a couple times mm-hmm. and I'm getting tired of it, but the Supreme Court did make a decision um, then they said by failing to draw a second district in which black voters have an opportunity to elect a candidate of their choice, Alabama was in violation. So we'll see if we actually got to, you know, they actually defy again. Um, I think it goes yeah. to a panel to draw now. I think it now leaves their hand. Okay. Normally that process would have been when the Supreme Court kicked it back to the legislature. The legislature would get the opportunity to rectify. The rectify was not rectification, so mm. uh, whether this word or not don't matter. Um, 
they didn't do it, so now I think it's gonna go to outside of their hands, and it's like, okay, we gave you. A well, you didn't do what we had said. We we said very clearly. Mm-hmm. We said very clearly what you were supposed to do. You right. decided. To forget the Supreme Court. We don't gotta listen to them, apparently. Um, and then tried it again, and now it's going to be tried by somebody else because because obviously you can't handle that. Right. So that's unfortunate. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, look, you, you made your bed, lay in it, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's up to this panel now, right, for the redistricting rules. So, I mean, is this opening the door again because they don't agree with the panel and they don't like what the panel did? And so then it's like trying to find issue with the panel's redistricting lines and then going back to the courts and everything else. It's a cycle. I see the panel sticking to the courts. You think so? Ruling? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a Supreme Court. They, I mean... Well, it was a Supreme Court ruling from the jump. Right. But and they did not abide by that either. Legislators with uh, campaign donors right. who would love yeah. to see that and that happen. So they were like, no, keep buying. We give you money. And so now um, I think this outside panel will follow the Supreme Court's ruling. ruling. <laughs> They're literal ruling. The guidelines they set up and say what you have the to do. The highest court right. of the land. You their rules. have to create this district. There's no way around not creating this district that we said you have to create. Mm-hmm. And they'll go from there. Okay. Well, I think we're at the end of the show. Um, and of course, it's been fun with you, Yes, and Giannis. And of course, we had our guests that we had on today. Um, great counseling session, group therapy. It was. It was, it was awesome. very beautiful. So, I would like to dig deeper into that, y'all. If you yes. if you guys want that, definitely call in. Let us know. Yeah. Um, but I think a little mental health little huddle every yes. once in and again yes. would definitely benefit our people especially with all the trauma going on in the Listen. world I mean you had that deacon just passed getting getting tased um, in Atlanta um, if y'all haven't checked out that story Johnny, Johnny Holman a 69 year old church deacon tased so um, with so much turmoil in the world and us having to fear for our lives inside and outside our homes mm-hmm. at every moment just make sure you checked up on your loved ones and make sure you do your due diligence and checking up on yourself. Yes, we're going to put a pin in that story because we're going to come back to that one for next week because yes. that's definitely an important story that we do need to, our listeners to know about. But nonetheless, y'all have an awesome weekend. Oh my goodness, guess what, guys? What is it? Beyonce is not here this weekend, so I don't know what I'm going to do. I might go to see the Prairie View A&M University beat the Grambling Tigers. You know what I'm saying? Slice! Oh, they okay. turning up in the office. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I went to PWIs. I can't relate. I'm so sad. It's That's fun for me. You know, they had Doug <laughs> Williams from Grambling it is who they were talking to today. They didn't have anybody from Prairie Deuce. We are out of here, man. Bye. Bye. Y'all stay blessed.